For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome back to another episode of the Believe in Georgia State podcast. We are your hosts, Jackson Caldell. That is R.J. Schaefer. Coming to you for the first time since 2016, Georgia Tech has won a bowl game. It's the first time they've been able to say that. Um, we're just going to kind of give you a little 10, 15-minute just instant reaction. We'll dive deeper into this at, at a later date, but this is just kind of our initial thoughts. I am sitting in a hotel in Tampa Bay right now. Um, just what, what, what the night it was, what was for the program. Like, I, I, I've already seen, like, enough – you know, snarky comments from some people on, online about, you know, lighting the cigars on the sideline for a Gasparilla Bowl win or, you know, just some of the emotion Georgia Tech was showing for a Gasparilla Bowl win. Like, I, I don't think people understand, like, you know, where this program has been the past few years and, and really, you know, what it's taken to get to this moment. And just even just in this season, whether it's, you know, being up 15 against Louisville, who went to the ACC championship game and blowing that game, whether it was losing to Bowling Green, whether it was turning it over 50 million times and losing to Boston College, where, you know, things didn't, you know, seemingly look great, the beat down against Clemson. And I'm not sitting here trying to rehash all the bad stuff, but it's like all that stuff, you know, tonight was a big payoff. Like, is it where the program wants to be, like, for forever? No. But – um I, I think it's a step in the right direction. That's like the just the initial thought just right off my chest. But anyway, RJ, how you doing, man? Doing great, man. I, I like what Brent Key said about how, you know, this game was so important because he wanted to build a winning culture and seven and six is so much different than six and seven. Like if if we lost this game, you know, that looks so much worse. Um yeah. Because you know we're trying to build a future, a winning program, and you know seven and six shows that we can do that. Like we went out, beat a team where we were, you know, supposed to lose. And yeah, I think and Brett Key's really happy about that. And beat a pretty good team. Like I know the record is six and six, but UCF almost beat Oklahoma. Like UCF is a pretty good. It's a program that's won a ton of games. And it was like me and you talked about the other day. Like I didn't think motivation was going to be a factor for any of these teams, but like UCF is kind of like. This was what their eight. I think this is their eighth straight bowl game, from what I read. Like they're used to being in bowl games. Like they went, they've had perfect seasons. They've, they have a national championship banner hanging in their stadium for all their efforts. You know, it's like that. Not that they weren't motivated to be here, but they, they kind of just expect to be here. Like this game meant a lot to Georgia Tech because they haven't been in one since 2018, and they haven't won one since 2016. Like it's, it's been a minute, and for you know for this to be Brent Key's first year and to, to get to this moment, uh, it was, it, it, it was something. And you know, I, I, I want to go back to something, you know, me and you were talking about, um, obviously we said the win was the best outcome. We said, even if it's a close loss, it doesn't dampen what this season did mean. Cause it was a step in the right direction either way, but we did bring up one possibility. And we said, the one thing that we really can't happen is a blowout. And I will be honest, for I wasn't really worried about it because, 
you know, you know, I was I was talking with somebody after the game. Like it, the start of this game reminded me of the North Carolina game. You know, North Carolina scored two very very easy touchdowns, got up fourteen nothing, and you're thinking, oh wow, like this 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 can get ugly because of like the the firepower that they have on offense. And I thought the same thing tonight because regardless of their record, like UCF has one of the best offenses in the country. Like they can score with with most teams. They have legit speed. Like they have receiver transfers from the SEC. Like they they have a coach that's coached in the SEC. Like they they have speed and athleticism. And you know, I thought, man, if they get down too much, like it's just going to be too much to overcome because of the defensive shortcomings. And it played out almost. It wasn't exactly like North Carolina because North Carolina kept scoring, but like. The running game took over a lot like the North Carolina game. It was the second the, – the adjustments that were made a, after a little bit of a rocky start I thought were fantastic because, you know, they, they put up like 200-something yards um, in the first quarter alone, and then they had like 180 the rest of the game. That was like what, – what, what did you just think about the adjustments and just some of the – just the way they played after, you know, a kind of a nightmarish start, to be honest. Like I couldn't think of a worse start they, for them. Yeah, one thing I want to highlight is um, Haynes King because he really – I wouldn't say it's 100% his fault, but he really did struggle, uh, I mean, especially early on. It wasn't just, you know, the defense giving up quick scores. Yeah. Um, but I, I think just the ability of the offense to adapt to the situation is so crucial. Yeah. Like, the running game completely took over the game. Yeah. Like they, they ran for nearly 300 yards. And, you know, me and you talked about that. Like you're, you, when you have two defenses in terms of success rate, give up they're, like they're in the 120th and rushing success rate allowed. Like we, we figured somebody's going to be able to run the ball. Like it would shock us if nobody and UCF to the credit, like RJ Harvey, man, hats off to him. Like we talked about him the other day and, and he had a really good game. Like there's a reason he's the third leading rusher in, in the big 12 or he was coming into the game. I don't know where he ended up after tonight, but he played a really good game. Um, John Reese Plumley, he got banged up at the end of that game. Like he, he really, he really fought it out. I just shout out to him. Um, but we knew somebody was going to be able to run the ball. And we said, both quarterbacks are good throwing the football, but when they get behind the chains a little bit, sometimes they force the issue and, and make mistakes. And early in the game, uh, John Reese Plumley, he started out 10 for 10. Like, because uh, I, I sent out a tweet during the game, like, man, he's hit his first 10 passes. Like, he's in a groove. I think he missed his, like, next seven or something like that. Like, it was, I, I guess, my good luck charm just being on the game. But um, they were hitting those those down and distance first because, you know, what was disheartening at the in the beginning was that 98-yard drive. Like, you know, Georgia Tech had to punt it away. That was one of the dumbest punt return decisions I've I've seen this year. To be honest with you, like I, I you know what I'm talking about. Like when you see it, when it was seven to nothing UCF, to punt the ball, he fields it. I, was it in the end zone? I thought it was in the end zone, and he it tried to bring it out, and he got tackled at the two yard line because I thought it was going to be a safety. And like I was just like shaking my head in the press box, like just wow, man. And then you know he hits Javon Baker for another big game. He had like nearly 100 yards in the first quarter alone. Like he was really cooking there. And they were hitting those explosive plays. And now Tech never really got the passing game going. But when they were put in a situation, they hit Malik Rutherford for a 41-yard touchdown. And, like, that really – the offense was just just really, really putting it down. And then, you know, the defense got some crucial three and outs. And just the running game took over. And my favorite thing from this game personally, just covering this team all year and covering them for the past couple of years, is the fourth quarter started. 
fourth is fourth and goal at the one. Key decides to go for it, hands it off. Dante Smith, a senior playing in his last game at Georgia Tech, gets the touchdown. He's been he was a Paul Johnson recruit in 2018. He lived through, he made it through the whole Jeff Collins era, came back this year, scored the touchdown to put him up 30 to 17. UCF goes on a drive. I don't know if it was the next drive or maybe a couple more. And it when it was 30 to 17, and looked like they might close it up with a few more minutes to go. Like they still had a chance. Fourth down. And who makes the play to end the game? Jalen King did. Senior playing in his last game at Georgia Tech. Like I, I thought that was the best part of that game to me. Just covering this team all year long. Those guys do a lot of post-game pressers. Like it's like their their leadership is real and, and they do a really good job with it. Like uh, you know. Uh, do you have any like other just big takeaways from this game or just any any other notes? Um, one thing I just want to uh, touch on that you you kind of hinted at is um, like the brotherhood of this team. Like you said, there's a lot of people online, you know, kind of making fun of um, the post game celebration, but I think that's just more to show for how much, especially these seniors, how much these guys you know, have battled, you know, through different coaches, through, you know, some really tough seasons. Um, so getting here is such a big milestone, especially for these seniors, and they're looking to build on that for the future because this is, this is only the first year um, fully of Brent Key. So, the, I mean, this is impressive. Yeah, and it, it just goes to, like, the larger point. And, like, I – I tried to get him to 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 say it after the game. I asked him, you know, just, you know, you made a bowl game for the first time in a while. You, you won that bowl game. Like, is this the start of something special? And he wouldn't really go at it. Like, you know, he just – it's just one day at a time type stuff. You know, just – he doesn't – he honestly – he gives honest answers most of the time, but he does go into coach speak sometimes. And, like, he, he, he did go into that. And like, that's fine. Like, but it could be. Like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, let let's – give some hot takeover reactions, you know, Tech's winning the ACC next year, top 25 at the start of next year. I'm not going to do any of that. But, like, you could look back on this, you know, people don't give a lot of, like, credence to preseason win totals or, you know, betting in general or underdogs or whatever. But, like, they had a preseason win total of four and a half. We've talked about that a couple of times. Like, when you beat that by nearly three wins, and and the crazy part is, you know, we'll do a full season recap at some point here in the future, but – it could have been more like you can look back, whether it was the Louisville game or some of the games, like it could have been more. And look, the schedule is always going to be tough. Uh, there's, there's no doubt about it. You know, playing Georgia, Florida State, Notre Dame next year, like it's always going to be tough. But there, there is a chance to build upon it and, you know, get to eight or nine wins. And look, I don't think anybody's really thinking about 2024 right now. Like, let's just, you know, let let the fans enjoy this. Let the team enjoy this. And, you know, spring ball will be here around the corner. Um, but just kind of my wrap on it was it, it was nice to see, you know, a lot of the guys that have stuck it out here, like Dante Smith and Jalen King, just, you know, really I was happy for those those guys to see that. And, you know, and even Key himself, like it's not like, you know, Key came from somewhere else and this was his first year trying to rebuild. Like he's been here. Like he, he, he was the offensive line coach under under Jeff Collins. So it was um it it was it was nice to see, you know, proof of concept and you know. It, it was just good to see. I thought just kind of my, my last takes on it, you know, big picture. You got anything else? Not really. I, I just, I, I think this is like a stepping stone. Like, I don't think this is like, yeah. you know, a giant. This is a finished product. Yeah, definitely not. Like this is, this is, you know, if, uh, I'm trying to 
find the term for you know like this is just one piece of the puzzle this is just a part of the sculpture you know what whatever little uh cliche catchphrase you want to use like it, it's this isn't where they want to be but it, it, it's a really really big step because nobody gave georgia tech the time of day at the beginning of the year a lot of people you know just seeing some online reaction and look it's online it's not real life but uh some people still don't and, that, and that's fine but it the, the this program's been been through a lot these past few years, and and like it, it was it was good to see them win it, and we'll we'll see what they have in the future. You know, they um, we're gonna dig into this more in our next episode, but they they made some good good noise on on signing day this past week, fin- finished with a, a a top thirty class. You know that that that's highest since twenty twenty. Like there there's a lot of things that that would suggest that this thing's definitely trended in the right direction towards something special, but you know. This offense is going to have most of the guys back next year. Um, we will see what happens with the the coaching staff. You know, the on especially on the defense, we'll see if any any more changes are made there, and we'll see if there's any more transfer portal additions. But this was the official bookend to the 2023 season. It, it started with a, a heartbreaker in Mercedes Benz at the beginning of the year, um, and it, it, but it did end with a bowl win over UCF and. Um, Shout out to my guy Jack Purdy over at the from the Rumble seat. Uh, he 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 tweeted this out tonight. Um, you know, it's kind of poetic that you know you, the team they beat tonight was UCF, and you know UCF was the team that beat Georgia Tech, and they fired Jeff Collins the next day. Brent Key was named the interim head coach, and you know the rest is kind of history at this point. So, um, that def, de- definitely just all sorts of irony in there, just mixed in, but. You got anything else or, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's 1253 right now. And, uh, I have a long drive back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's getting a little late. I, I don't really got much else to talk about. Yeah. It's, it's, it, we're, we're way past RJ's bedtime. Like it's, it's, <laughs> it's time for him to get some shut eye. but for anybody checking this out, we really appreciate you. We're, we, we love trying to build this and grow this community really well. If you're listening on podcast form, you know, any, any, any review you leave us five star, three star, one star, whatever you think we we need to do better. Just make sure leave it in the comments and, and we're always going to work to do the best we can here. If you're watching this on YouTube, be sure to subscribe to the channel, the Believe in Georgia Tech uh, channel. Be sure to like the video. That helps us out a lot. You know, we we love doing this and, and we're going to have this up and uh, it's late and I'm tired. How about that? Yeah, but you're tired in Georgia Tech one and Georgia Tech. Yes, yeah, so like I was I was already dead. You know, it's it, it's worse when you know you these late games. Like you know, it's gonna go late, and if they lose, like it's just you're gonna have a headache because it's you know obviously I, I, I I'm a reporter. I cover the team. Like I'm not pulling for them, but it's like it's harder to to do things you know and have people interested in, in things that you write when when the when the team loses. <laughs> and nobody wants to read about what, what the team that just lost. Um, like they just want to flush it and forget it. But, you know, anybody that uh, listens and watches the show with me and RJ, we really appreciate it. Um, we're going to be back sometime next week. Um, obviously, you know, we've got Christmas Eve and Christmas coming up. Um, so we're, we're going to take a little time off for that. But we will be back um, with our show ne- next time. I don't know what it's going to be about. So, all right, that's going to do it for us. Um, that is RJ Schaefer. This is Jackson Caldwell. This has been an instant reaction to the bowl game win over UCF on the Believe in Georgia Tech podcast. We will see you next time. Thank you very much. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.